1: We want to be able to point you to exactly what you need in our archive to get you through this last bit of December and then a whole bunch of episodes that we think are really fun to catch up on in January.
0: Welcome to Didn't I Just
1: Feed
2: You, a podcast about feeding kids.
1: Hi, I'm
2: Stacy. And I'm Megan. Before we get into our conversation today, we wanted to take a minute to invite you to our listeners community. Our free community is where listeners from all over the world come together to ask questions, offer advice, share favorite tips and recipes, ask us questions. As we've mentioned this month, we are taking a whole month off in January. I can't even believe it. It seems so weird. I don't know what to do with myself. There will be new episodes for our our bonus episode subscribers, but um otherwise we're gonna be taking a break, yeah. like a long break from producing new episodes in January. We're not even sure how much we'll be on social. Both of us are taking time off. Actually, this is this is it. This is like this is the last episode. Yeah, this is it. But we are scheduled to come back the first week in
1: February. It's already on the books, folks. Yes. So don't worry. Yes.
2: I just wanted to say we both will be checking in in the listeners community. We've committed to that. So if you want us from now, December 19th until like February. Oh, my God. What is the yeah, date? Like February, like February 4th, 4th or something, or something yes. like that.
1: Don't you want me, baby?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got to sign up for free at did I just dot com backslash community. There, you can also become a supporting member, which is something that we're going to talk about in this episode. Yeah. feel like we have to be careful about how we title this, especially because we've been like, we're taking a break. I don't want people to like, uh, actually, I do a little bit because I'm a Scorpio and I love drama. <laughs> I do want someone,
1: <laughs> you want someone to be scared of me. Like, what happened? Did Stacy and Megan fall out? <laughs>
2: Megan breaking up. <laughs> What is gonna happen with the show? Which we definitely have had other podcasts that we listen to or that we at least follow. And we're like, what is going on? This person is starting their own podcast without that person. (laughs) Totally. This is not that. Although I feel like I want to be a little bit transparent and say, I I knew we were gonna do this. I predicted this in my in my brain. You did? You should have said that. No, in my brain, I I was like, I bet this is gonna come up. She's gonna bring it up. This has been our our biggest struggle this year, I think has been that I have, I have struggled to not be working full time. I don't know. It's a mental, emotional thing. And it, it caused me at one point this summer to be like, I'm not sure if I can keep doing, didn't I just feed you and bless Stacy because she hung through all of it. We had many like emotional conversations about it. And then I don't know what shifted. Maybe even just being able to talk it out. We changed our work dynamics and as far as like how much time we were both committing the number of days we were working a week um we also i don't know longtime listeners will probably have noticed there's more ads and that's because we changed hosts this year and that allowed us to bring in another um stream of revenue and also cross-promotion with us both being able to do more work. And now I'm like going into 2023. Wait, I want to I want to clarify on
1: that because yeah. I don't think people understand that before we made this change, all the ads were from brand relationships that you and I were literally hitting the pavement. So on top of the content creation, on top of social, on top of recordings, we were outreaching when there was interest, we were Pitching, when people were interested in our pitches, we were putting together proposals and then we had to execute. So, like from there, like creating the ads, recording the ads, editing the ads, the contracting, we were doing everything from soup to nuts. And we really just want to thank you guys for being so supportive through all the years of our sponsorships. They make the difference, they make it possible. And now, even though there might be more ads, the fact that they're more automated and we don't have to do all of that legwork makes it even more possible for us to continue because it wasn't feasible for us to keep up the way it was before. Yeah. So it's really a testament, even if it's frustrating to you guys, a testament to the health of the business and to the health of our partnership. So we really appreciate you guys not just putting up with it, but actually even supporting the sponsors. And if you ever support a sponsor, you buy a product, you're interested, and you're you're on Instagram or social, you know, let them know. Let them know that you came through us. If you remember a brand and you're on the site and you're like, oh, I think there's a code, but I don't have time, try to remember to use the code. It will save you money. And it also helps the sponsor know that you came through us. And that makes such a huge difference for us. It does. It means
2: we get a lot of return sponsors too when they see that our audience likes something and is also willing to buy or sign up for their newsletter if they can't buy. Like, there's so much little stuff that helps there.
1: And we still get to decide. We are still in control. There's a little less control. We have to be completely honest. But, like, we still approve the brands that we're working with.
2: Yes. And as always, if you get a seemingly off-brand ad, some of that is like based on the algorithm. So you might be getting served something that feels off. We would love to know too, if you get an ad that you're like, what the hell? Before it didn't. Yeah, no, totally. Episode, because we can give direct feedback to our hosts and we can change settings so that those ads are improved because we definitely... Want to keep serving you and also keep that income going, so that we can keep. Did I just feed you going? And I just last thing I want to be clear: I'm now super excited about 2023, and like I kind of hate that we're changing. Our- <laughs> I think we need it. I think I need it more than I can
1: admit. Okay, you know what's so funny? When it first came up, I was the one who was resistant. Yeah. Because I'm a goer, 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 push through. Let's do this. I don't need a break. Like, come on. And like, I do feel a slight shift in our energy where you're like, oh, like we're taking a whole month off. And I'm like, yeah, um, peace <laughs> <out>. <laughs> I think I'm peace out. Like, I'm going to be gone for a month.
2: <laughs> I've totally leaned so into it. So, how does Didn't I Just Feed You feel for you going, like leaving 2022 and mm. moving into
0: 2023?
1: So, I think that for A long time before the summer, and before we started like really thinking about how to make our work more efficient, how to make this a more sustainable endeavor for the two of us, I had been very much in the mode of trying to build a business. And it's not that I'm not in that mode, but I think, I don't know if this is the right way to put it. Like, I was thinking about it at first as like, Megan isn't in the season to grind for a whole lot of reasons but I felt like I was ready to grind, you kind of forced me to stop. And that has given me room to really think about what this project's about. I can actually, I might be premenstrual. I could actually cry about it because instead of thinking about it just in terms of like building a business, which is one kind of mindset, I've really been able to step back and say like, I can't believe what we've done. Literally, we're in the 1% of podcasts that survive. And granted, that 1% of podcasts does include, didn't I just feed you, and like Armchair.
2: Armchair Expert.
1: Yes. Yeah. Which is like a huge. Right, like the biggest. Right, the biggest, the hugest podcast. Like there's a huge differential in that 1%. But absolutely, the vast majority of podcasts do not survive. Even ones hosted by celebrities. And we just literally bought mics, and we're like, "We'll let's just do this thing," and here we are. And the best part of it is not just that we did it, but that we've built a community around it, and that we get emails that literally bring tears to my eyes about making a difference in someone's life. That is what I want to go into to, like 2023, remembering that whatever happens with us as a business. I'm just glad that we have figured out a way to make the show a sustainable project for us and that we're making a difference in people's lives. Truly.
2: Yes. We have an incredible community. And I think that is like a little bit the shift. And even when I was struggling, that was a big part of our conversation was like, okay, so we can't figure out like what, what is the business you know, we are have been able to sustain ourselves since the beginning, but neither of us are taking an income. It's certainly not enough to support our, our families. But I think about the people who literally listen to every single episode, who are in our community and every week are on the meal planning thread, sharing what they're cooking. We're actively asking questions who are in our DMs being like, where is the gift guide this year? I need to shop from it yeah and how ho- that was like the thing i couldn't walk away from besides our dynamic and our relationship which is still my scorpio energy very i'm very protective of and don't want to talk about how much i love stacy and how important she is in my life that's between us you guys stay out of our business <laughs> we're <laughs> private all
1: of a sudden now
2: <laughs> this no, one I'm tiny kidding. way <laughs> i because i want to talk about the community is mostly why i'm like not trying to get yeah, sidetracked totally our friendship and our relationship because the community is like a really big deal. And I think if there's anything that we want to drive home here, it's that we would like to continue to grow that community in 2023. Totally. Totally. I think we're in a really great, I mean, coming up with
1: content, you guys, someone asked me the other day, they were like, how do you publish every week and talk about food? Like how, where are the ideas? Like what, how could you possibly? I'm like, I don't know. And not only that, you have been doing it on top of Didn't I Just Feed You? And we have been collectively doing it for years. There's always something to talk about. And I think with the changes we made with our host and the way that advertising is more automated now and the way we are with content, you know, we're pros. We got this down. I am also excited to just have some space to kind of think about the community, how we can be in there more, how we can be of service. And I'm going to just put a, call out to our community members. Even if you're just on the free community, there are thousands of you who are just on the free board. You're not all posting all the time. But give us feedback, however is easy. Megan already said it. We get DMs, we get emails, we get voicemails, we get voice recordings. <laughs> like You can come at us from wherever and let us know. Even DMs in our personal Instagrams. Yeah. Like if, you know, people will think of something and just DM us if they're, they see one of our personal feed posts. Like, that's okay, too. Let us know what you want the community to be. How can we make it better? We'd love to hear improvements. If you've only joined the free section and you've thought about getting access to the recipes or getting access to the bonus, bonus feeding, you haven't. If there's a reason other than money or if you think the pricing could be better, anything. Like, tell us. And if you're one of the many, many, many thousands of people who listen every week and haven't joined the community, hello at com. I know it's asking you to take time out of your life, but like, can you just dictate us an email? Like, let us know. Be like, too expensive. Like, you don't have... N- we love the niceties, but we get it. Yeah. We're busy too. <laughs> like... Just give us any feedback. I think we'll also try to do some surveys this year, right?
2: It'll probably happen in February when we come back. We will do our updated version of last year's survey to get a sense of where you're at. I will say with the caveat of like reaching out to us, we probably won't be changing the Kajabi. Like we won't be moving from Kajabi. I know a lot of people have said it's like another thing. We're waiting for them to bring the app back because that was a big draw when we initially signed up. There's a there's a financial reason to not join Patreon, which is like they make more money when we make more money. Whereas Kajabi, there's sort of like a ceiling, mm-hmm. and we have the ability to do a lot more within Kajabi. Kajabi
1: is also rolling out new changes yes. in 2023. They've been beta testing them actually as we speak, and there will be um, we'll be able to do lives, which is something that we used to do that I know a handful of community members really miss but it's going to be so much easier. We don't have to do something separate on Zoom. It'll be easier for Megan and I to just pop in or to make office hours. So there's a bunch of stuff coming with Kajabi's yes. infrastructure that's going to make our community even more yes. dynamic.
2: And Stacy, oh my God, I'm so sorry, Stacey. Stacey has been working for months behind the scenes on Apple oh. Podcasts. I won't even get into the details of it, but we are going oh. to bring those bonus episodes it may happen in december before we break the bonus episodes to the apple podcast feed so for the same price that you can get them on kajabi you can also get them through apple podcast for those people who have like wanted to support us they want the bonus episodes but they just don't want to have to sign up for another platform i will say um since we've added the tier we added new tiers in june we have had people who just they just get onto to kajabi once they set up the bonus episode feed in their podcast player of choice and then they never log on to Kajabi again. And that is an option for bonus episodes. It's also an option for the recipe archive, which we don't talk about enough because the recipe archive is actually hosted on our site. So all you have to do is set up your payment in Kajabi and then you set up a different login for the recipe archive on our site. It can be the same if you want it to be the same so you don't forget, but then you just like log in, you never have to get on Kajabi again. If that that platform has been An issue for you but we've found kajabi to be a really good community they're more hands-on when we have when we need to troubleshoot things than like someone who's big like patreon so that's not changing but we will do a survey too if you don't have time to email us and you do have time in february to do the survey and give us a little feedback there on like what's working what's not working what you want more of
1: I want to just add one thing about the recipe archive. I hate when we overpromise, but I do think that this is manageable and it's on my list for coming back in February, that I want to rethink the recipes homepage. So once you join, you get access to the recipe archive, where you land and how you're able to search for recipes to make it even easier. Right now, the recipe posts themselves are great and you can print recipes really easily like that we took care of. I just want to make it easier for everybody if they don't go with a particular recipe in mind to say like, OK, I need a dinner, a quick dinner recipe right now to be able to find that really easily. And also, I don't think people realize how many recipes are in there. I think people go when we mention one thing or, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, like I want that gingerbread syrup or whatever, that slow roasted beef tenderloin. And it hasn't been easy to then just like search and poke around. There are a ton of recipes there. And this part might be (laughs) overpromising, guys. But I would love by like, you know, the end of first quarter, beginning of second quarter next year to maybe even put out through the free community, like a quick Monday through Friday Mm. meal plan so that we can always have recipes. If you're an email subscriber. We have two emails that go out every week, Mondays and Fridays, and we do feature a recipe in each of those because we really wanted you guys to see like what we have in the archive. But I'd love to be able to just post like, here are some recipes Monday through Friday so that you can really see that from our recipe archive, I know you're going to always want to draw from the other blogs you go to in other magazines. But you really can like it can be it can start to be a primary source for you of quick, easy, reliable recipes. And
2: even if you just sign up for the free community, we do have a running list of our what we're cooking and eating now links. And I refer to that often. You've talked about this maybe as in a listener's group exclusive when we talked about meal planning templates that you keep a running list for your family to meal plan from. Yeah. I use the what we're cooking and eating now list a lot now to just like grab links and so that's another benefit if you're not going to join for the recipe archive do you need meal planning help that you can get access to right now if you go sign up it's pinned at the top of the community board hold on a second let's take a quick break we'll be right back Stacey, this year, fall and winter mean back-to-the-classroom, sports, after-school activities, and even fall and winter holidays. Masks optional. So more than ever, I'm looking to do all that I can to keep my kids' immunity boosted. I am right there with you. These days, staying well is not just about keeping
1: our kids and their communities safe. It's also about keeping things running smoothly, to be honest. Having the sniffles can cause confusion and stress, disruption so vitamins are an especially important part of our routine.
2: That's why I couldn't be more thrilled that Haya Health is back as a Didn't I Just Feed You sponsor. We were introduced to Haya's chewable children's vitamins last year, and they quickly became our favorite.
1: And it's no wonder that they did. Haya vitamins are made with a blend of 12 farm-fresh fruits and vegetables, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals known to help support a healthy immune system, energy levels, brain function, mood, teeth, bones, and more.
2: And the best part is that they are made with zero sugar. Did you know that typical children's vitamins are filled with as much as two teaspoons of sugar, a bunch of chemicals, and other stuff that many parents try to avoid? None of that is found in Hiya vitamins.
1: It's also hard to beat their convenience. Haya Vitamins come straight to your door with a pediatrician-recommended schedule. The first month comes with a reusable glass bottle that your kids can personalize with stickers. Then every month thereafter, Haya sends a no-plastic refill pouch of fresh
2: vitamins. Good for the planet, no sugar, non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and my kids like them. What's not to love? We've worked
1: out an exclusive offer with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamins. Receive 50% off your first order at HayaHealth.com D-I-J-F-Y.
2: This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to hiyahealt D-I-J-F-Y and get your kids the full body nourishment they need. Stacey, it's getting warmer and the weather has me so ready for a wardrobe update, but I want it to be for the long haul without spending a fortune. Quince is your place. It's not easy to get quality
1: pieces that you can count on to last without investing a ton of money. But at Quince, I've got
2: a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Not only is By Heart an easy-to-digest formula, their formula is also clinically proven for easier digestion, less spit-up, and softer poops versus leading infant formula.
0: Shop now at hannahanderson.com.
2: Okay, so we say we're taking January off and we have a little bit of admin stuff to do like when this episode airs that day. We'll get on and make sure everybody's linked up. And then we're signing off like two weeks before the end of the year. It's true, because actually,
1: you guys don't listen to many podcasts at the end with- of the year. You're probably super busy. But we want to make sure that you have episodes you can listen to, because we know you're not like going like for new stuff. We want to be able to point you to exactly what you need in our archive to get you through this last bit of December, and then a whole bunch of episodes that we think are really fun to catch up on in January. Megan, why don't you talk about episodes you think people should be listening to?
2: Okay. I feel like we've, we continue to get really good feedback on the episode where I talked about some stuff with Ella and like supporting teens and tweens. So, uh, yes. I think one sixty five, which is like an older take on that eating teens is really great. I think shortcuts for well-balanced breakfast. Yes. Is a really That's good a one. Great one for
1: January for that. Like. I'm not going to say, you know, we hate the new year, new you, but there is a bit of a reset we all do. Yes. Like even just cleaning out the kitchen, organizing,
2: like getting breakfasts under control. Yes. You know, I talked about this in a What We're Cooking and Eating Now episode, how I'm just like doing bare minimum dinners around the holidays. Yep. I think... Episode 81, which is Simple Family Meals from Pantry Basics, is another great one to look at if you just need some like auto or listen to, not look at, hello, we're a podcast. (laughs) Uh, Another great one to listen to pre-holidays, maybe like while you're different. I don't just like to get through that slog. There's this weird time at the end of the year. Between the holidays, between New Year, where it's like, we even feed these people and they're just around all the totally. time. Totally. You're like, didn't I just cook ever like, I'm done. Literally, and you're like, I oh, you're not you. done. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, didn't I just feed you? I think some of the snack episodes would be great to listen to during that time, too. Winter Citrus remains one of my favorite mini episodes. Remember when we used to do minis? Yes, Totally. <laughs> They became bonus episodes. I did. And you know what's interesting? Just I'm reflecting on this. The What We're Cooking and Eating Now episodes, we used to do like once a month or once a quarter to like kind of fill space in the calendars. And you guys love them so much that we started doing them as like biweekly episodes. And I can't believe like on top of recording bonus episodes and recording weekly that we added two additional episodes in the public feed Every week. And those remain really popular. I mean, I would just, like, listen to those again. Totally. Especially the most
1: recent ones, because the last few weeks or few months, we've been keeping it real easy.
2: But I think you could also go back to, like, January of 2022 and, and get inspiration, too, for, like, winter totally. winter meals that strike that balance between being, like, hearty and wholesome, too. Totally. Okay. What's on your list to re-listen
1: to? So— I'll share some specific episodes, but I think the easiest way to hit our highlights is to look at our Spotify playlists. So when you open Spotify, you want to search for Didn't I Just Feed You, our profile. And this is actually different than Didn't I Just Feed You, the podcast. So if you don't see our profile pop up in your search results, you can notice that right under the search bar, you can scroll through different categories and options are like, you know, like top podcasts and shows, songs, playlists. So you can search within any of those categories. And one of the options is profiles. And you can click that and it'll give you the search result for didn't I just feed you under profiles. And that is where you're going to find our playlists. So we have feeding babies. We have a snacks playlist. We have Keep Calm and Holiday On, which I'll talk about. We have one called Easy Dinner Inspiration. We have one called Feeding Picky Eaters. I thought we had a teens one. If not, I'm going to add it. Okay. (laughs) Because I think we should, even though there are only a couple of episodes. There's also Megan's favorite episodes and Stacey's favorite episodes. All of these playlists have been updated through this holiday season. So that's a really good place to like Pick a theme and, like, see all of the episodes in the theme from our entire four years of recording. For this period of time, if you're listening in real time, middle of December, and uh, you have Hanukkah, you have Christmas, you have Kwanzaa, and you have New Year's all coming up, I like our cheese Me episode. I think we, <laughs> there's a period of time where we stop numbering our episodes. Very also, annoying.
2: Full disclosure, somewhere in like 2020, <laughs> 2021, numbering got off. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> what was on the site and what exists on uh, uh, like Apple or podcast hosts, they're not the same. Totally. <laughs> Samantha also alerted us there's a double of one episode that we need to take care of. Okay. Listen, we're so great, we're content for- machines. Yes, we are, but we're we're not not great at counting. Yeah, we're not archivists, (laughs) okay? Okay.
1: So easy homemade food gifts I think could still be relevant if you want to listen to something like this week. Uh, Cheese Me, I talked about, a guide to creating family-friendly cheese boards. I think that's a great one. Family fun night ideas, that's on our Keep Calm and Holiday On playlist because I think it was specific to winter break. But we also have a family movie night episode that's from this year that's really great we have another 118 is homemade edible gifts that's another great one so oh and savory baking with Erin McDowell I think that's a great one if you want to do some fun different project baking this break okay and then come the new year I love that you mentioned the breakfast one I still have a soft spot for 122 birthday cake traditions. Yes. Because both Ella and Isaac have birthdays in January. Mm-hmm. So both you and I go from being done with New Year's and then immediately starting to think about birthdays. And Isaac is turning 16. You guys, he I'm was a really. little kid. <laughs> he was a little kid when we started, didn't I just feed you?
2: I am not. How old I'm, is Ella going to turn? She's going to be 11. I so she's the sweet little voice at the beginning oh. that says welcome to didn't i just feed you and her voice is oh. so different now we need to get the kids to do yeah I, although i feel like your boys it'll be like welcome to didn't i just feed you <laughs> it will <laughs> it will
1: sorry oh you know what i forgot to mention if you celebrate hanukkah even if you don't we have a latkas episode with leah koenig that's great and that's really like It's a really great resource if you celebrate Hanukkah and you cook latkes. It's a really great resource if you just want to do some, like, fun cooking over the break. Um, 73, going all the way back. Healthy Slow Cooker is a really good one. 70, Smoothie Project. We all love our smoothies. And 124 is a blender episode. That's a good sort of pairing for keeping breakfast easy and light, especially going back into school. Easy, light, and fast going back into school come January. I like 103 bowl meals. Mm. And then I don't have the number for it, but we did an episode on how to braise everything. 117. Yes. How to braise everything.
2: Ooh. Couldn't find a
1: more perfect episode for January. Also,
2: there's a soup episode, which I also don't know the number of, but that would be really good to listen to in January too. Totally. There's so much to listen to. Okay, wait, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Because I didn't prep you for this. But before we go, do you have a favorite episode from 2022 that everyone should listen to? I do. So this goes back to
1: like thinking about didn't I just feed you and like the mindset shift I made after our conversations this summer and early fall. I'm extremely proud of the How We Feed series. Mm, That's a good one. It's my favorite I almost feel like it could be its own show (laughs) because there are just so many people that are inadvertently in so many circumstances that are inadvertently left out of the conversation and just giving voice and the number of emails and messages we've gotten from people who've said, oh, like, I almost didn't listen to that one because that actually isn't relevant to me. You know, I'm not in the sandwich generation or I'm not a single mom who have then listened and been like, that was so impactful, has been really great. So it's hard to choose a favorite for the How We Feed series, but right now in the mood I'm in today, if I had to choose one, it would probably be the one, the very first one with Kim Foster um, and our conversation with her about feeding her foster kids.
2: It's so funny because that feels so like it just happened. Like we just did that episode. And then I look back and we actually aired that in February when I like look at the production calendar and I I think about it once a week I think about Kim and I think about that interview I would have let you just say oh I loved the How We Feed series and let that be your favorite for the whole year but I like that you picked a specific one yeah that was a really special episode how about you oh gosh I was gonna try to take us to the outro no (laughs) (laughs) nice try (laughs) okay that's a really good question uh, I'm like trying to look back at our production calendar and think about. You know, we did a couple of baby food episodes. I know this seems like yeah. really weird and really far out. One, it was something that people asked for on the listener survey last year, which you know, some might say it's self selecting. People who have little kids, little babies, they're maybe at home more and they have more access to do surveys. They are not the most popular episodes from this year. They ha- had sort of softer downloads, which is interesting. But, but that correlates, right? Like survey people and people who actually need baby food episodes might be same. Same? Different. Yes. But I it, there's something for me in processing that Ella is a preteen. She's ten, <laughs> 10. I think it was really good for my heart to go back and talk about baby food and breastfeeding and all how that's all tied together and how it relates to like some of the teen epi- teen and tween episodes that we did this year. Totally. I've always been really proud of the fact and it happened by circumstance in a lot of ways that we have like you have older kids and I have like school age kids still and like that we get to talk to a lot of people, service a lot of people in the different ways that they're feeding their family. And I still feel really glad that we're able to do that. And listen, we deliver baby food episodes because you guys asked for that. Even if they had softer downloads, I still feel like those were great episodes and a great resource moving
1: forward. And I would love to do more in 2023. Okay. Around feeding babies. Okay. Because I just think that the same way there, you know, we, because we hadn't done any, we started with a practical approach, which is something that we have a tendency to do. Like we did a series on feeding kids vegan and we start with like the hard information first, but there's a lot of emotion that goes into feeding babies the same way there is feeding teens and kids who you're afraid are, you know, forming a problematic relationship with food. And oh my God, the stakes feel so high. I remember the stakes feeling that high when they were babies too. I think both you and I have touched on it, but an episode where we really go into our breastfeeding experiences, yeah, I think, could be really great. I'd love to explore that.
2: You also say that feeding teens is sort of like feeding toddlers, and we haven't done a toddler-specific mm-hmm. episode, which is really wrought with troubleshooting and that's when like the picky eatings can emerge and sensory stuff totally the exhaustion of making food
1: that gets rejected how completely discouraging it is but then to have like media in your ear and doctors being like but this is the time when you need to expose them to so many flavors and you have to keep going and you don't want them to be picky eaters and family dinner and family dinner with what, like with this that they
2: eat, like, yeah, I don't they, want fish Yeah, they're hungry again. at, like, 5.30 and you yes. want to eat at 7. Like, you're on totally, totally different schedules. Yes. Totally. And it felt like the stakes were high. So this
1: year, maybe, like, now that we've done some of that practical stuff around early infant feeding and, you know, baby food making, thinking about and exploring, you know, maybe with guests, maybe just our experiences, the emotional side of feeding babies and toddlers.
2: Yeah. Next year, we'll celebrate five years of doing, didn't I just (gasps) feed you? And I think it might be funny slash fun to revisit some of our early episodes. Like even meal planning has changed so much for both of us since we first had Tracy Benjamin on. And we talked about like the magic of meal prep. And we talked about how we meal plan. I think there's so much we could go back at and just like maybe eye roll, maybe have soft hearts. For our past selves and like what we were trying to do and really reflect on like what's changed culturally, personally. Uh, so much has changed. It's like the thing, like we can, we can keep the
1: show was pandemic and post-pandemic. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's wild. So we're just gonna keep there's still stuff to explore. It's like you someone asking you, where do you come up with content? It's like, well, some stuff we could re- we could talk about picky eating once a month and it right. would hit yeah. home for someone. We <laughs> could talk about totally. meal planning once a month. We could talk about like budgeting things once like we could yeah. just on and on and on, and I love that next year we'll be exploring the how we feed episodes a lot more too,
1: okay, last thing, it would be fun on some sort of milestone. Didn't I just feed you's fifth birthday? I don't know, four hundredth five hundredth episode. I don't know if we still have the very first recording. we've never
2: published it. you did do. do. <laughs> It brings me such glee. I can see it in your face. I don't know. I feel like I would be really embarrassed. <laughs> it, That's my uncomfortable voice of like for sure embarrassing. We just talk about ourselves so much in a weird way. We
1: also didn't like we were
2: getting to know each other and yeah. we were talking into our microphone and we weren't in the same room. It'd be didn't pretty hilarious. Video. now. Now we use a different program to record, so we see each other. But like for the first two years, we used a different recording thing, and we couldn't even see each other. <laughs> wild. <laughs> that is it's wild. wild to think about. So I don't
1: know. Some some fun little. They're not Easter eggs because they won't be hidden. Everyone but like take some fun the little survey.
2: Coming up. Everyone take the <laughs> survey. All you know the several thousand of you that listen each week. We get that many. I don't know. Maybe that's the tease. Take the survey. Ooh, I love it. You get we send you embarrassing MP4. <laughs> <laughs> Join the community and you get out. our cringiest minutes. Uh, you know what I would love? <laughs> Just thinking about this uh, when we're recording another episode. I feel like Samantha could pull all the times where we like don't know how to pronounce things. Or yes. we we each pronounce them differently yes that would be a really funny very cringy episode uh maybe this is a bonus so again you gotta you guys if you just listen it's not enough anymore you gotta leave the rating and review join the community send us feedback take the survey um and we will just embarrass ourselves for you to that end (laughs) we love it (laughs)
1: Megan, let's take them out. Let's take them out for the last time in 2022. You guys, we're going to take this conversation to our listeners community. I want to ask before we, well, we're signing off. We're not going to be there as frequently, but we are going to be in our listeners community. Yes. That is the one place you will find us in the next, you know, four or six weeks. So we're going to ask you what your favorite episodes were this year Mm. and talk about whatever else you guys want to talk about. We hope you have joined us there. If not, as you know, we've said it a million times, didn't I just feed you.com backslash community. If you want those other bonus episodes or goodies, look for the different supporting membership options and you can choose the one that makes sense
2: for you. You can follow us on Instagram, where we are at. Didn't I just feed you? And we are not promising to be consistent during our break. You'll see us when you can see us. Uh, keep in touch by signing up for our newsletter, and that way you'll be alerted when there's new episodes. Again, in February. A huge thank you to our producer Samantha Gatsik. I'm Megan, and I'm Stacy. Stay sane and well-fed until next year.
0: Be sure to subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you're listening. And don't forget to rate and review!